Hello and welcome to the Rationable Podcast, your weekly deep dive into how science and critical thinking make you immune to scams, fads and hoaxes. I am your host, Abhijit. Let's dig in. Recently, the Indian government banned electronic nicotine delivery systems, or otherwise called ENDS, ironically enough, or e-cigarettes. This has followed the recent scares in the US where 805 people as of September 27th have reported severe lung diseases, presumably caused by these e-cigs. As of the same date, 12 people have died, according to the CDC in the US. The vape ban has ruffled quite a few feathers too, but the protests haven't gathered much steam across Indian cities and have since fizzled out. Personally, I thought this was the best move anyone could have made. Good riddance to e-cigarettes. If they could injure people so much quicker than cigarettes ever could, we need to get rid of them as quickly and as definitively, right? Now, before we go further, let me explain why I'm so anti-vape. I've been a smoker for 20 years of my life, and I quit just four years ago. I have a grudge against harmful addictions and the companies that sell them to kids. It's infuriating because what happened to me is now happening to a whole new generation of youth through this shiny new thing called an e-cigarette. The perfect way to snag the young and tech-obsessed. Turns out my first reaction wasn't completely justified, even if my anger probably is. The answers aren't quite that simple. I'll get to why I changed my mind in a bit, but first... Uh, we need to get some facts straight. Yes, vaping is harmful. You might have read about this from other sources with responses going all over the place. The reason for this is we still have a lot of questions. However, there is a lot of evidence sliding towards the claim that e-cigarettes are harmful. But we still don't know what causes these harmful effects precisely, what are the chemicals responsible, and what are the risk factors involved. Like, the research is still very nascent because vaping is still so very new. Also, e-cigarettes may not be safer than regular cigarettes, as many people believe. We are sure that vaping has its dangers, and we are not quite sure about how they compare to cigarettes just yet. ENDS manufacturers have claimed in their marketing that vaping is safer than smoking since the materials aren't burnt. They're just vaporized. Still, they are heated just enough to be vaporized. Some organizations still think vapes are safer than smoking, but the recent cases of people getting severe respiratory diseases have thrown that into doubt. When more research is done, we could have a clearer, we would have a much clearer idea of the effects of vaping. With cigarettes, we have decades of data that leave almost no doubt that cigarettes significantly increase your risks of multitudes of diseases and death. With vapes, we only have a few years, and that too relatively inconsistent, small numbers. 
There's no consistency in the market, no regulation of any of the ingredients and very preliminary medical studies. We can only say that yes, there are grave risks involved with vaping, we just don't know all the specifics yet. And I know that sounds weird, but we need to have measurable, detailed specifics if we are to answer that question accurately. Now, some people have claimed that vaping has helped them quit smoking. While anecdotal evidence is always compelling, a study investigating this claim says that only 10% of the 1,300 participants successfully quit smoking with vaping. Not encouraging, don't you think? Many are claiming that it's only the flavoured and marijuana vapes that are harming people. Fruit-flavoured vapes do attract younger adults and teens, which puts them in harm's way, which is probably true. A study published in July in the American Heart Association Journal confirms that flavoured vapes may damage the heart and blood vessels. But it's not just the flavoured cigarettes causing all the harm. Another study found pyrazine additives in e-cigarettes which enhance nicotine addiction and also potentially damage the reproductive system. Aldehydes are another group of harmful chemicals. Aldehydes are another group of harmful chemicals found in ENDS. A research study has shown that the respiratory uptake of formaldehyde and acetaldehyde is greatly increased when vaping. Along with these harmful metals like lead, nickel, chromium, aluminium, tin and cadmium have all been found in vape fluid. These are well known as carcinogens that can potentially cause lung and sinonasal cancer, oral cancer and others. According to a study by the New England Journal of Medicine of 53 patients, 84% of them were regularly smoking THC-laced flavoured vapes. Some of these come with the label dank vapes, which is a bit dubious because they don't seem to be coming from a particular company or a brand that sources from various companies. One thing we do know is that these are from unlicensed manufacturers who are just filling up the cartridges with goodness knows what. Some of the THC vapes also contain vitamin E acetate, which is used as a thickening agent in the liquid. The CDC considers this as one of the prime suspects in the diseases that have been occurring as it condenses in the lungs. The FDA have also put out a warning about THC-laced vape fluid. Now, coming to the vape ban, my first reaction was that this was the right move and that vapes should be taken off the market until we understand them better and create regulations and standards to make them safe for use for adults. It turns out the answer is as unclear as the rest of the evidence in this case. However, bans have a tendency of taking products into the black market where their quality can be even dodgier. It may even lead to people buying ingredients separately to make their own capsule refills, which could be pretty disastrous. This happened in the 1920s during the prohibition of alcohol in the US. It's happening now in India due to the beef ban and all over the world when it comes to illicit drugs and narcotics. There's no reason to believe that this won't happen to vapes too. It is also very important to note that 20 countries across the world have already banned vapes. There is a legitimate concern for its effect on people's health. Personally, 
I would love for countries to ban smoking of any sort, but the industry lobbies are strong. They support politicians and can also yield significant revenues through taxes. Plus, if they are banned, they will all grow underground. Taking a side is harder than I thought. As I said, my first instinct was to wipe vapes off the face of the earth. This would minimize the harm caused to people, but the truth is it's quite possibly going to all go underground, as I mentioned before, which may prove to be even worse. It's better to have a phenomenon open to scrutiny and regulation rather than pushing it into the back alleys where it can thrive without oversight. Lifting the ban may be better than what people are subjected to if ends becomes illicit. Those not willing to go underground may just switch over to smoking regular cigarettes, the harms of which we know only too well. However, there is a need for severe regulations and restrictions with heavy fines for selling to minors, extreme scrutiny on the ingredients and a crackdown on the black market and flavoured varieties. In the meantime, research must continue on priority with plenty of funding. If any people fall sick, the brands they have consumed must be held accountable. Fortunately, Juul, one of the most prominent brands in the market, have agreed to cooperate with the authorities in the US. I think this is a great opportunity to learn from the mistakes made when cigarettes first entered the market. We must not allow the industry to control the information. We must promote independent research, government regulations, and scientific scrutiny of the ingredients that go into each product with an evidence-based approach. Humans seem to love caving to peer pressure, addiction, and desires that are bad for their health and those around them. I am one such human, so I'm not judging anyone. This is just the way we are. I honestly think the government did well to ban vapes, but they don't seem to have thought through the consequences of their actions. This could do much more harm, but maybe to fewer people. The truth is, this is a hard conversation, since we know so little of the phenomenon, but we can still learn a lot from it. India and other countries need to be more careful about the products that go into the market in the first place, especially those that have direct effects on people's health. Products that can be consumed, like vapes, drinks, supplements and foods, need to prove they are safe for consumption before being allowed onto the market. If we do not enforce such regulations, profit will always come before people. So, what do you think of the vape ban and vaping in general? Do you vape? Should e-cigarettes be banned or not? Let me know by visiting www.berationable.com and leaving a comment on the transcript of this episode. You'll also find all the references I've used and further reading I recommend on this topic. Thank you so much for listening to The Rationable Podcast with me, Abhijit. For the show notes, transcript, references and further reading, visit www.berationable.com. Let's continue the conversation on the Rationable Conversations group on Facebook and at BeRationable on Twitter. If social media is not your thing, you can also write to me at abhijit at berationable.com. If you enjoyed the episode, consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends and family. Until next time, be rational.